Welcome to On The Mic Podcast. This is your host, Tim Drake. Today's episode is our recap of Salt Lake Comic Con. I sat down with Jesse Knight and Christopher James in our hotel in Mesquite, Nevada, uh, on our way to Los Angeles, and uh, talked about our time that we had at Salt Lake Comic Con this year. Uh, this episode also features special guest Jason David Franks, uh, formerly known as, uh, well, I guess not formerly known, he's still known as the uh, Green Power Ranger. Uh, but everybody loves Jason David Franks. And then also John Schneider, uh, best known as Bo Duke, as well as Jonathan Kent in Smallville. Uh, we had a great chat with them uh, during the press conference at Salt Lake Comic Con. And yeah, we had a lot of fun. This was Jesse's first Comic Con with us. Uh, so we kind of talked about his experience there. And Christopher and I talked about, uh, you know, the, the first day there and some of our experiences. A lot of great people that we met from Billy Boyd, Robert Ingram. England, uh, Henry Winkler, Danny Trejo was such an incredible time. Uh, we always have so much fun there, and uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun to bring Jesse al- along with us this time. And yeah, we recapped everything from that, as well as my panel uh, on John Hughes Cinema uh, that I did Saturday afternoon uh, before we uh, before we got on the road to Los Angeles. Uh, I think you guys will really enjoy this episode, especially the interviews that are at the very end. Uh, we, we got about we got about seven minutes uh, with both Jason and with John. And uh, yeah, we got got a lot of insight from them, Uh, you know, everything from, you know, Jason's thoughts on the upcoming Power Ranger movie, as well as John, you know, kind of gave us an inside inside detail on what it was like to work on Curb Your Enthusiasm. It was a lot of fun chatting with these guys. Always a good time, like I said, at Salt Lake Comic Con, and you know, we we were thrilled to be back this year uh, once again. Uh, We'll keep this intro short, Uh, we've got a lot to do. We're in Los Angeles right now, I just recorded uh, an episode today with Brandy Posey, she's an amazing comedian, you guys are really going to like that episode, that'll come out next week. Uh, so stay tuned for that. We've got a bunch of other episodes we're recording this week here in Los Angeles that you guys are really going to enjoy. But for now, enjoy this episode, our recap of Salt Lake Comic Con 2016 with Jesse Knight and Christopher James. Enjoy the episode. That, that's that's how we're gonna start. That's how we're gonna start. Just just a big. I took a drink and I noticed you're recording and I was surprised. That has nothing to do with you being surprised. I I know my emotions, sir. I was surprised. That is how you normally drink. No. Okay. Not. not around other people, that is. <laughs> not not around anybody listening to you drink. Tim, you well. told me when you invited me here, this is a safe place for me to discuss my drinking habits. <laughs> you took in more fucking air than energy drink right there. <laughs> the air is the catalyst for the Red Bull. Okay. <laughs> So we were going to start recording this episode yeah. like two hours ago, but we couldn't because the people above us were banging like there was no tomorrow. It was the end of the, it was like an end of the world, just fuck fest upstairs. Yeah, I realize it's been a while for me, thanks to that. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, look at this. Our lamp is finally steady. The, the, the ceiling light in our hotel room was swaying back and forth like a scene out of that terrible San Andreas movie. So, oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we had we had to finally go for a walk because there there was no no sign of them slowing down. Nothing could overpower what what was happening upstairs. And I mean I'm sure it was an affectionate sign of love. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. It was just angry angry, angry fucking. Yeah. Yeah. It was like the the hungry hungry hip was a fucking. <laughs> Oof, and someone was very hungry. That was a guess. And somebody was a hippo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a uh... home run by Jesse. <laughs> it, it, it was an, it was an interesting start to uh, to to that that check in here. So oh, right yeah. right now we're in, we're in uh, Mesquite, Nevada. So we just wrapped up Salt Lake Comic Con. Uh, good three days. Oh, two and a half days, really. Yeah, I'd say that. So, because I mean, we we left uh, we we left uh, mid midway through Saturday because I had a panel I had to moderate. So, and, and then as soon as that was done, it was like, all right, peace. <laughs> we just <laughs> we we hit the road immediately. So, but yeah, I mean, it was it was an interesting time. It was Jesse's first time, first first, first Comic Con ever. It was. It was great. 
So yeah, it was it, it was kind of like taking a kid to the candy store and just for the first time, just like look at all this, <laughs> look look at all they have to behold. Metaphorically, but really, yeah. <laughs> there was candy there. There was. was there aware. was. I caught it single handedly. Oh. <laughs> we're, we're walking down one of the aisles in X96. Uh, John Smith is throwing out uh, some of those Brookside chocolates, the acai berries, and throws it, and I catch it. Just perfect, single-handed catch. And then we gave each other little points as I just kept walking. And then Christopher's like, I'm going to catch it single-handed as well. And he throws it at Christopher. Not even close. <laughs> so Christopher tries again. Not even close. <laughs> he finally just ended up picking it up off the floor. <laughs> Never felt more like a fat kid than trying to one-handed catch a snack for people's, <laughs> for people's approval. And failing so miserably at it. You you would think that you would have had experience in that. <laughs> you would think. You would think I would be olympically trained and an Olympic winner at it, but no. Something about the candy was Yeah. Let's be honest. Acai, it's not candy in my book. It was good. Those things are so fucking good. I, I, was, I didn't have one. I was disappointed with my skills of trying to, to obtain it. That did not happen. <laughs> I didn't feel like I deserved the treat. <laughs> you, you, didn't get a, you didn't get the positive reinforcement for it. I didn't. I gave people a show, though. That's for sure. That, that is for sure. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure John went back on the air and was just like, I was just throwing candy at this chubby kid walking past. He couldn't catch it for the life of him. It was like it's like a sad pinata trying to fill himself up, but he just couldn't. The sad thing is, like I had a goofy ass smile on my face, like oh, yeah, I'll catch it, yeah, I'll throw it again. What's sad is that is so incredibly accurate. Yeah. I'm a truth teller, sir. That's okay, Chris. So we we we, 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 we all life. we all make candy mistakes. Well, if you don't learn from your candy mistakes. <laughs> so th- Thursday Thursday was kind of cool because we got to see Mark Hamill. Like, yeah. literally up close and personal. I'm pretty sure we woke him up from a nap. Yeah, yeah. I think I think we may have woken Mark Hamill up from a nap. It, it, uh, it's more than likely. Um, Which we came up with the phrase, never wake a sleeping Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> so he had a, he had a huge panel uh, to kick off Salt Lake Comic Con that was at the Vivint Smart Home Arena and the press conference had just wrapped up which was a weird press conference as it was yeah they so, invited the public this time which I thought yeah, was yeah they, they had the public there because it was in the arena yeah um, and then spent like out of what's normally a 30 minute press conference spent about 30 minutes of it swearing Lou Ferrigno in as an officer of the state of Utah yeah which I mean <laughs> cool and all for Lou Ferrigno yeah weird and all to spend that much time on it but <laughs> But afterwards, uh, they, they took us back to kind of one of the one of the extra press areas that the Utah Jazz usually use. And uh, Christopher and I were two of the first ones kind of up front with the press as we're walking in. And there's this just kind of little short dude walking a dog. And I was like, who is this? And it dawned on me, as he turns, like, I think that's Mark Hamill. No, see, he was literally, his head was on the table like this while a dog was walking around. That's what I thought I saw. Oh, no, no, no. They wa- he walked into the room. Oh, really? Yeah, he was in front of us. He walked into the room. Oh, I thought he was just at the table with his head down. No, but he was he was still out of it. Oh, I, I, I think they had woken him up for a, for a nap as they walked wow. him into the room. Because they didn't mean to walk him into the room. He was supposed to be going up, like, in the queue to go on for his panel. That's right. And yeah. instead they walked him into the green... No, excuse me. They said they walked him into the green room for press. And he just sits down at the table and took off his hat and just started brushing his hair... And myself and another guy immediately were just like, hi, Mr. Hamill. He's just like, hi. And I was just like, holy shit, it's Luke Skywalker. <laughs> and then immediately, like, one of the guys was just like, hey, um, are you going to be, like, answering questions? And he's like, yeah, I'm not sure quite what we're doing yet. But, uh... And then they kind of come in and they're like, oh, Mr. Hamill, you're in the wrong room. You're in the wrong room. And he's like, oh. So, like, he stands up to go to go you know, to the right area. And I lean over and I'm like, hey, Mark, is it okay if I get a picture with you real quick? And he says, yeah. And every bit of me is like, oh my God, I'm taking a selfie with Luke fucking Skywalker. And then Salt Lake Comic Con security stepped in. Mark steps up to me. I step towards Mark. And this arm 
just like Heisman Trophy blocks me and steps in front of me and just says, no. And then they cart him away. I wish we would have said something. My heart was in the process of shattering. Yeah. So I couldn't say anything. The law always wins, Tim. The law always wins. Yeah. It was, uh, as you know. (laughs) (laughs) Why can't once we fight the law? I have no idea what you're talking about. It was it was it was devastating. I, I was I was I was within inches oh. of of having a selfie with Mark Hamill. As soon as he said yeah, I was like, oh, holy shit! Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I was I was within inches of a selfie with Mark Hamill, <laughs> and then nothing. Supposedly there's a video. Some kid shot video of it happening. Yeah, I didn't see him for the rest of the con. Yeah, and I didn't see him for the rest of the con either. And I want a copy of that video. So, kid, if you're listening, please. Please contact me. <laughs> I, I would like I would like a copy of that video, as, as my one my one and only interaction with Mark Hamill. I'd love it. Lupa, the shining moment. <laughs> one shining moment. It, 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 it could go alongside my blurry conversation with Henry Winkler at the con. <laughs> oh god, yeah. That's, we're jumping ahead on that one. Yeah, but. Um, so some of that some of that time after after Mark left, they brought in uh, some of the other guests, um, and and you guys will hear as part of this podcast as well. Um, we have some of those interviews um, that we did there uh, with Jason David Franks, uh, who was the Green Ranger. He was Tommy, the Green yeah. Ranger, the original Power Rangers. Uh, it was really cool talking with him. He yeah. was a really really nice dude. Uh, you know, kind of talked about you know what he's loved about doing Comic Cons and um, you know a lot of the different. Uh, the different iterations of Power Rangers and just kind of, you know, what, what he loves about the fans. It was kind of cool talking about him and, and happy early birthday to him as well. We'll yeah. say it again. Uh, cause we kind of brought that up, um, with them. And um, then we also talked with John Schneider who, uh, I know C- Christopher fanboyed out. Oh, so yes. I, I had, I had to try to tame him down a little. So it was, uh, it was entertaining though, to say the least. My fanboy trope this year was overly shaking people's hands. <laughs> yeah, Christopher would walk up and shake their hands and not introduce himself. And then they'd shake my hand and I would introduce myself. And then Christopher would realize, shit, I didn't introduce myself. So then he'd shake their hands again <laughs> to introduce himself. I'm awful at that. I didn't, I didn't introduce myself either. I don't even need to do that. I'm I like, couldn't help I'm it. I'm nobody. Nice to meet you. <laughs> it, it was John Schneider. It was Jonathan Kent from Smallville. Like, I've been a huge Smallville fan. Don't, don't forget Bo Duke. Bo Duke, yeah. But I don't have a tattoo on my forearm for Dukes of Hazard. That's a Confederate flag. Hey, whoa, wait. That's a... That's a that the flag Chinese? train up a little bit. Isn't that Chinese? God damn <laughs> Yeah, it says, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's beautiful, and I love it. Well, the Chinese are a beautiful people. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it was cool talking with both of them, and uh, it, was, it was fun talking to John Schneider, too, about uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, God, yeah, that was so, so great. You, you guys will hear his response to that on here. Uh, like I said, we'll tack those on at the end, uh, probably the last 15 minutes or so of this podcast. He was just great to talk yeah, to. Yeah, he, he was a lot of fun to talk to. You know? I, yeah. I wish we could have recorded some of the other conversations that we had there. Um, I mean, we briefly got to talk with Robert England, who, of course, is uh, Freddy Krueger. Oh, let's fucking talk about that. So, yeah. Chris, this, this is, Robert England is Christopher's fucking hero. Like, yeah. most people are terrified of Freddy Krueger sh- shows up in your dreams. Those are Christopher's wet dreams. Like that is just hey, what that, that is what some are dry. Let's, come on, <laughs> some, not, not not most, but but well, some. Yeah, well, I've I've liked Nightmare on Elm Street since I was two. My mom introduced me to those, and like for thirty years, I'm like I always wanted to meet Robert England, and then I saw that he was coming, and I was like, like I couldn't sleep the night before because I was so giddy, and I was finally we get there, find out that uh you know it was quite a bit for autographs. I was like fine. Can't pass this up. And then I get there, and I see him chit-chatting with people. I was like, oh, he's talking to people. Yeah, he, nice. he, he was being very cordial. and we, the, His line was kind of building, so we were like, hey, we're not going to be able to get an interview with him, but at least we'll be able to talk to him. Yeah. And we get up there, and it was so much just like, what's your name? How do you spell it? All right, how are you? Good. 
And like you're trying to like tell them, oh yeah, you know, I've, I've watched you know your movies, and you weren't even fanboying out like you did with Schneider. Like you yeah. were trying to just like talk to him, and it, it's her fucking dog. Oh yeah, it's a hotel. Yep, yep. There, 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 there's a dog. <laughs> Quiet, <eat> it. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, he he just kind of brushed us along. Yeah, and it, like it, signed your picture, and and then sent you on your merry way. And like it was kind of cool, like for us to both kind of meet him and shake his hand and talk to him for the two seconds. And I made him laugh, which was kind of yeah, you know, it was okay. I told him a story about uh, for my thirtieth birthday last year. We did a live episode of the Shames of Christopher James, and one of them was Nine on Elm Street Two, which is a overly like it's got a lot of you know gay connotations to it. But still, like it's one of those that people like don't like in the series, but I still find it a great film. Yeah. And I did the little dance that Mark Paxton did, or Mark Patton did, and where he's uh, dancing and pushing his ass up against the like dresser drawers. He's unpacking his room, and I was telling him that, and he laughed about it. But then it was just like, ha ha ha, cold shoulder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then it was just like, ha ha, leave. Yeah, and then I kind of slumped away with my head down like a, like a sad kid. Yeah, it, it it was it was a little depressing to kind of you know meet your hero, and he was he was a little grumpy. Yeah. I mean, it's Freddy Krueger. He's gonna be an asshole. <laughs> so, but I mean, at the same time, I mean, we don't we don't know what he may have gone through that day. He may have had yeah. to fly like Southwest or something. That'll put anybody in a shitty mood. Yeah, he did show up late. I could tell he was just he seemed a little jet lagged. But uh, all in all, I was happy to meet him. I'm still glad I got to meet him. I'm still glad that I got that. Yeah, it was still cool to meet him. Yeah, I mean, so, so I mean, you you picture how Freddy Krueger looks and everything, and Robert England had very soft hands. He did. He had very soft hands. That man moisturizes. Yeah, or you know, soaks him in the blood of the innocent. Either way. Either way. <laughs> Either way. So, um, but yeah, I mean, mo- most of most of the first day, I mean, other than the press conference and uh, and going to see Robert England, there wasn't much for us. And unfortunately, this year, you know, I kept telling everybody that, oh yeah, I'll announce my panel schedule. I'll announce my panel schedule. They didn't give me a panel schedule. Until two days before the convention, so I apologize anybody that wanted to come and see me. I, I didn't, I didn't have a schedule to give you guys until two days before, and we didn't have an episode releasing at that point uh, to put anything on. So I mean, hopefully, if you saw it on Twitter, but again, I didn't know. Like I, yesterday was the first time I had a chance to to notify anybody. But yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. But yeah, we didn't really have much else to do. Yeah, it was an interesting um, first that, day. That first day, we ran around a lot. Yeah, we ran around a lot because uh, Christopher is supposed to have a, a photo opportunity with Ivana Lynch from Harry oh, Potter yes. that just to try to get everything taken care of because the convention gave you the, the photo op with her. Yeah, I won it. Yeah, it was something that, th- that they had given to you. And, um, you know, that we, we, we were just trying to get that taken care of. And not one fucking volunteer there knew how to fix it. Like, they, we, we spent an hour and a half running around trying to figure it out, only to end up back where we started. Yeah, what got me through it is the Benny Hill music running in my head. Yeah. <laughs> that helps soothe the rage. <laughs> but, I mean, after that, we were both just kind of beat after, you know, showing up super early to pick up our passes. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and, and so it was just time to call it a day. We both weren't in the best mood after that, which sucks because... Conventions, you know, you don't, you want to, you know, be having a good time, and it just, it just wasn't a good situation for some of the stuff that happened the first yeah. day. So it was just kind of like, you know what? There's not much else for us to do today. We're just gonna head out and start fresh, you know, tomorrow. And and so, so Friday we got we got going, picked up Jesse to get Jesse over to the convention first thing. So and that was fun. I mean, and, and part of what we did too. I mean, we did we did take some pictures and stuff on the first day yeah, as well. Overall, of some I mean, of the stuff there. Yeah, yeah, there, the there's plenty of good. Yeah, it's not like the first day was just all garbage. Yeah. So we 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 had a few moments where we're just kind of like, what the fuck? But overall, yeah, it was still good for yeah. us. But great moments. I mean, you know, waking a sleeping Jedi, <laughs> chit chatting to the Green Ranger, fanboying out, learning uh, how John Schneider felt about Curb Your Enthusiasm. That made me laugh my balls off. Yeah, I say. And you know, hey, it's a I, win and a loss. <laughs> what? Oh, I just said that's a win and a loss. Yes. <laughs> and then I'm like, I immediately framed that like Freddy thing as soon as I got home. Like that's how much I was still very hey, happy about it. You know what? You made Freddy Krueger laugh. Yeah. 
Yeah, but he usually laughs before he kills his victims. <laughs> you you make a very very good point there. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So, but the. Uh, the second day, yeah, it was it was fun to immediately get there and start showing Jesse around. Yeah. Um, first thing we did though was we we went over to uh to see Jim Beaver, because uh, Jim Beaver was doing a panel. Oh yeah, that was um, really good. which which was a lot of fun. I've always loved Jim Beaver, especially as he plays Bobby on Supernatural. So it was fun to get over there and and kind of see his whole thing. Um, let Jesse kind of have his first big panel experience. Um, yeah, that, that was cool to kind of hear him talk about the show, to hear him talk about a little bit of his role as uh, Elwood on Deadwood. Um, so nobody really talked to him much about uh, about Better Call Saul that he's been in as yeah, of lately. Nobody really mentioned uh, X-Files too much. Well, there's that one uh, guy with the one question in X-Files. So there's like at least one X-Files question. Finish. <laughs> Just cut my hand over your monster. <laughs> Strike six. <laughs> but um, but the, the, I thought the one weird question some girl got up and asked about some like Peter Pan and Wendy yeah. web series. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, that was interesting. This yeah. is Bobby Singer, goddammit. He's not in a Peter Pan. Oh, he is. Oh, okay. Well, his response to it was great. He's like, yeah, there's this girl I was in a play with where we were very sexual, and she asked me to play her father in this Peter Pan. Yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> she, she, she needed a father figure. <laughs> he was great to listen to, though. He was yeah. riffing, and he was he was hilarious. and just He was. He was, he was a very funny man. Yeah, he yeah. Was, I love the clips they showed before they introduced him. Just like a random clip of Third Rock from the Sun. Yeah. I love that too. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. Yeah. that NCIS as well. It was yeah. Cool. yeah. So um, after that, though, we kind of hit we hit the floor to show Jesse around the floor. Um, the, the floor is just rather disappointing. So, I mean, Artist Alley is always really cool. There's a lot of phenomenal artists. Oh, yeah. But other than that, it's, I mean, just not much. And I mean, maybe maybe I feel a little spoiled, you know, from like WonderCon and San Diego Comic Con, but I mean, there there just was not not much. I mean, two two of the biggest fucking areas were a big Geico bus, yeah, and a big area for glitter tattoos. Because oh. nothing screams Comic Con more than saving fifty percent on your car insurance while getting a glitter tattoo. Yeah, the glitter tattoo—that's that's awful. <laughs> You know, I think it was good for me at least being my first experience with a Comic-Con because I've never been. And because I was able to, you know, going with the press pass, I didn't have to wait in the long, the long, long. Yeah. yeah. So I think it was great for me just because I don't have anything to compare to. I'm yeah. sure that the San Diego Comic-Con is much larger yeah. and better, but... For me, it was great. I mean, we'd have to wait in line, seeing Jim Beaver and just getting, you know, the whole feel for it and walking around. Yeah. Sitting on the Game of Thrones was... Yeah, sitting on the iron, sitting on the iron throne. Yeah, it was. Um, We had some, a couple pretty awesome, or like two or three really awesome moments in the celebrity row. Yeah, because we yeah we we went over basically from there and after kind of showing Jesse the floor over to um, what they call celebrity row, where any of the guests there are signing autographs and stuff, and and kind of where they set up any pictures. And it was it was just a ton of fun to be able to talk to a bunch of different people there. And unfortunately, we didn't really get like a chance to interview any of them. Uh, they have it's really it's really fucking weird, really fucking weird at Salt Lake Comic Con because they don't let the press cover anything. Yeah, like yeah. everything has signs that say no press, no press. It's like being at a Trump rally. So like it's <laughs> why don't you come on in? But just yeah, don't I, ironically on. enough, there was a Mike Pence event that was going on in the arena at the same time we were there. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 was, it was a little strange. There was just a random room somewhere there. Yeah. We, we did have to deal with Secret Service part of the oh, day. Oh, yeah. Was, that was a little weird. But really? <laughs> yeah. Well, huh. what I like about those no press things is that, uh, and this happened last year, that even though they say that, when they're not busy, I've went up to them and just like... Yeah, so, yeah. sometimes you can, you can kind of weasel it in, but I mean, everybody was kind of busy this year. Oh, yeah. So, but I mean, we, we still, Jesse and I both got to go up and talk with Henry Winkler. Yeah, that was And that, that was, that was so cool. It it's was. like, he's somebody that I've idolized forever. Oh, yeah. And I mean, he was just, he's just so sweet and he was so kind and it was just, it was so cool to just, you know, be able to kind of share that moment with him. So, and, and be, and be able to talk with somebody that 
that you've idolized and you know they're not a dick to you. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I mean that that was really cool. Of course, right after that, uh, we talked to Danny Treu. Yeah, that um, was great. Who uh, we we may even be seeing uh, as we get into Los Angeles uh, tomorrow, because um, he has Treo's Tacos that are that's opened in Los Angeles. Um, and we, I mentioned to him we were going to be coming. He was like, "Oh yeah, I'll be there. Come say hi." And like, yeah, it was cool to to see him and talk to him. Um, if you're following us on on Facebook and Twitter. Um, you probably saw the picture uh, that we have w- with Danny on there, but I mean, I, I've met Danny Trey a couple of times, so and he's always the sweetest, nicest person. Yeah, he's like a genuinely nice guy. Yeah. He was happy to take a picture with us. He surprised us, like grab my hand. Yeah, gra- grab like, my hand, and like, like oh, yeah, okay. I mean, he was, yeah, he, he was, he was super cool, and yeah, it was, it was just so much fun being able to talk with him. And yeah, you think a big tough guy in these movies, it was yeah, a little <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, he he was he was really really cool, yeah, and then like a sweet teddy bear. Yeah. So and and then you two went up and talked with uh, Billy Boyd. <laughs> so and that was great. Yeah, and and Bill, Billy Boyd didn't think that uh, that Christopher could take calls on his on his Apple Watch. Yeah, a Hobbit <laughs> called me a liar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in a very very delightful accent. <laughs> Grab my phone from me because he still didn't believe oh, you. Oh yeah, so we went to go say hi. He's like, "Oh, how do you like that watch?" And I'm, that's the worst accent I've ever done. <laughs> I'm gonna speak in normal. He's like, "Hey, how do you like that watch?" And I'm like, "Oh, I love it." You know, I do. You know, I do my fitness, and you know, I can take calls from it. And he's like, "You're a liar." <laughs> I was like, um, "I'm sorry. What was that?" It's like you can't take calls from that. There's no mic. There's no mic on that thing. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll take you on. And he just looks at Jesse. He's like, "Call him. Call him now." <laughs> Okay, Billy Boyd's bossing us around. All right, so Jesse's like, okay, and he's like, I I helped Frodo to Mordor. <laughs> so I do it, and I accidentally hang up. I press the wrong button. He's like, look, it doesn't work. You hung up on him. It's like, no, no, I'm, I'm colorblind. He's like, are you? Okay, no, I was. You're intimidating me, sir. <laughs> finally, I, I do it, and Jesse's like, I can't hear you. Oh, I can hear you. And Billy Boy's like, no, give me the phone. And he walks over towards the corner of his booth, and I was like, hi, is this Billy Boyd? He's like, I can hear you. Hey, I love Billy Boyd, but I was like, if you're going to steal my phone, I'm yeah. right now. I will tackle a hobbit. <laughs> yeah, so I'm pretty sure I sold... Uh, Billy Boyd on buying an Apple Watch. So Apple, if you're listening, yeah, <laughs> which, send, send three Apple Watches and yeah. care and care of on the mic podcast, and and we we will get get you taken care of. That would have been the best, like because that's who they need press from is us. That would have been the best <laughs> Apple Watch commercial ever. Just like experiencing that. It was, and I'm I'm I here's here's where people are gonna hate me. I'm not a huge Lord of the Rings fan. Bastard. Oh oh yep that, there it is. And, <laughs> Two more times and I get a free ice cream cone. Um, bye. <laughs> uh, okay. You need to watch more Lord of the Rings. I do. That'll help. No, um, but uh, uh, I told Jesse, and this is like a weird thing that happened. I told Jesse, I'm like, oh, he was uh, the voice of like one of the dolls in the. Uh, you know, see to Chucky. And he's like, what? I was like, oh, yeah, there it is. Right there. But overall, he was, like, delightful to talk to. We, we were joking around. I said fuck in front of him. He's like, language. And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> I totally did not notice that. Yeah. I think part of the, the funniest part was at the very end when the, I don't know if it was the security, not security, but the, the chick that was yeah, the sitting handler. next to him. Yeah. At the very end of the conversation, she looks over and he, and, and he goes, what? She says, she points, and she has an Apple Watch, too. She's like, you've never even noticed that I have this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sit next to him the whole day. It's like, don't harp on my experience, lady. <laughs> but I was like, like, he was like genuinely laughing. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm on it. I'm yeah, on. You, you guys are having a good time. I, I didn't jump in line to, to go talk to him with you guys because I, I, I had to attend to, to the bathroom and my cut-up ankles. I, oh, I, yeah. I, I was wearing a brand-new pair of these awesome Nikes. That they're, they're fantastic shoes, but they were rubbing up on the back of my heels, and within like two minutes of walking, I had like my heels were rubbed raw, and so I had to keep putting band aids on them. It was it was so ridiculous. Oh yeah, we we got we had two or three trips to get you yeah some to get me some band aids, yeah. <laughs> but like I, I've met Billy Boyd a number of times. He's been here for a couple of events. I've seen him at Sundance, so it's like I wasn't in any hurry to jump in and. 
just be like, remember me? <laughs> so, <laughs> but... But it was it was cool to, to see you guys you know having a good time with him talking talking with to him about the uh, about the Apple Watch and everything. It was a weird experience, but it was like a like a great weird experience. Yeah. Like you know what did you do today? Oh, I convinced a Hobbit to buy an Apple Watch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we're gonna test you. So and then uh, I mean kind of the, kind of the rest of that day. Again, you know, there just was not a lot going on. There was a lot of panels um, of the of the celebrity spotlight. Oh, and we also did see uh, Millie Bobby Brown. Oh yeah, uh, from Stranger Things. That was kind of cool. Uh, she, I mean, she was so sweet to all of her fans. Oh yeah. And I, everybody, you know, that, that went and, went and talked to her and everything, just had incredible experiences. And I mean, it, it's awesome. I mean, if anybody saw the uh, the kids from the Stranger from Stranger Things on on Fallon. You can just tell that they're just they're having fun just being kids, and that that's so awesome. And she, you could tell that she was just having a blast being able to see people and talk with people, and and, and see these people that just love this show that she's a part of. So that was really 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 cool. I did randomly see John Cena. That that was interesting. Oh, yeah. So while you guys were waiting to uh, to talk to Billy Boyd, yeah, I, I had a John Cena encounter. And I was just kind of like, you're John Cena, huh? Okay. And then I kept walking. <laughs> Weird that he was at Comic Con. That still is perplexing. Well, I mean, they they try and say you know they address all fandoms and whatnot, okay. but I, I can see that. Huh. I still don't get it. But <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it it, it, it was cool, and uh, you know, there, it's it's just kind of fun to be able to to walk about and and talk with different people and and find out you know some of their experiences and stuff. And I mean, that, that that's some of the coolest things just about any any convention really. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I did get, uh, my heart to flutter when I got my, uh, my picture with Ivana Lynch. That was pretty nice. That was a great ten seconds. Yeah. So, as, as, as Jesse and I, in the meantime, while, while Christopher was doing that, we're just, we were just people watching, and that was, that was pretty fun in and of itself. Oh, yeah, what happened with that? I mean, there was, no, there was nothing that necessarily happened with it. It was just like, yeah. I mean, Comic-Con's just an interesting place to people watch. Yeah, I mean, you, you, a lot of great cosplay, a lot of terrible cosplay. Oh, yeah, we saw the 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 uh, spaceballs one that was really cool. That was cool. yeah, that's right. The, they were uh, Pizza the Hut and uh... Big Giant Helmet. Yes, yes, it was great. Yeah, that one that was. They did a good job. He even had the glasses. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. When they when the guy took lifted up the helmet, he was like full on like. Rick Moranis glasses and everything. Yeah, the ring too, and yeah, yeah, it was really great. Uh, There's a Terrence and Philip cosplay. Oh, that's right, that's right. Uh, the Howard the Duck one was really great. The Howard the Duck one was really cool. It was spot on. Yeah, so they they also um because because the uh, the guys that brought in um the dude that created Salt Lake Comic Con, um they have a partnership with Funko Pop Life, the big tour that they do. So they they had their setup that we did uh, a lot of fun pictures, all the alien and zombie oh, pictures yeah. that we have. Uh, yeah, all of those were done over there too, but they had, they had a lot of cool stuff with that uh, as well. But yeah, I mean, pe- people watching—it's just—it's just always always fun and interesting. There was—I uh, still need to post a picture of it from the the Freddy's Friday Nights. I I don't even know what the fuck either. the show is. I've never so heard of it. I, I'm not bagging on it by any means. I just don't know what it is. I've never heard anybody talk about it, but I see it everywhere. I, yeah, but, I, yeah, I don't know what it is, and nobody can tell me what it is. <laughs> it's like some frightful fucking teddy bear with teeth. Yeah, I don't. But, the but there was like some thing. other version of that. But somebody was cosplaying as, and they were just sitting by themselves up against a wall, and they just looked so just done. Like, oh yeah, is that the one you stare yeah. at? It? <laughs> yeah. Is that white and purple? Yeah, the bear? white and purple bear with like cut up appendages. Yeah. yeah. It was it was the funniest the funniest just random sight. I don't know what was going on there. It was pretty funny because he was laying up against the wall just like he was passed out, not even moving, and all of a sudden he just disappeared. Yeah, like you, you expected like a, a somebody to walk or walk past and be like, "Move along, Rummy," like <laughs> like it was that kind of that kind of look. So, but yeah, I mean that that kind of wrapped up uh, day two for us. Um, Again, you know, we we just didn't have have a ton to to really cover. 
There just wasn't yeah. there wasn't a lot happening and so so tell me because I I, I was even asking been uh, vanilla a little bit because I have not been to the San Diego Comic Con. Have you, Chris? No, I haven't. You haven't. So tell me the difference between not just the organization because I know we kind of talked about that between the Salt Lake one, but the San Diego one is it? It's not just larger, but why do you like that one a lot more? There's actually shit to do. Yeah, and like for for one. And Jason David Franks kind of talks about it in, in his interview is that that one's very corporate. Uh-huh. Guess what? It's a lot fucking better because of that. Yeah. Like, you walk in and you've got every major studio there. Oh, okay. And they're, just, they're handing out free swag and you've got, oh, like, at Salt Lake Comic Con, people are paying, you know, hundreds of dollars for autographs and pictures. Oh, and, yeah. Whereas at San Diego Comic Con, you go up to the sales pavilion, you draw out whether you get an autograph or not. Oh, wow. Okay. And if you get it, you get it. And if you don't, you can hop back in line and try again. And once once all of the allotments are gone, they're gone. But it's like that that's how that part of it works. But it's like at San Diego, just within the convention, like it, San Diego Comic Con is not just like strictly to the San Diego Convention Center. So it also goes over to the Bayfront Hilton where you've got the Indigo Ballroom, but they also have massive panels. I mean, th- just this year alone, to give you an idea, like you had the cast of Bob's Burgers. The cast of Silicon Valley, Drunk History, you know, just to name a few of um, of those that were, you know, not even in the convention center. Dang. So, and then like across the street, like you had like some, like some of the pictures you saw, like the South Park setup. Yeah. That I that I have. Uh, Nerdist has their whole thing that goes on over at Petco Park, where they have their own panels going the oh. entire time. Uh, they also like the big Mister Robot thing over there with the entire fucking cast. So it's like. At Salt Lake Comic Con, you have a, a handful of guest stars. Yeah. At San Diego Comic Con, you literally have like the entire cast of everything showing up. That's awesome. So wow. yeah, and it's just—I mean, it's—it's it's expanded so far beyond the San Diego Convention Center, and and plenty of people can br- come bring their stuff in. Where like the Meltdown show, you know, comes into and does their thing over at the American Comedy Company. And, like, uh, Kevin Smith does a few Jay and Silent Bob get old while he's out there each time. Oh, nice. So, like, there's always, like, just so much more going on. I was, I was even telling Christopher, uh, like, behind the convention center, uh, usually, like, FX and Adult Swim, they set up, like, a whole, like, carnival type thing behind there. And it's, like, there's just so much constantly going on that you never run out of things to do. And the panels do carry a lot more value to them, and you're getting to see the casts of all of your favorite shows. And so, and so it's like, and, and I mean, by by me kind of bagging on you know the Salt Lake panels, I mean I'm bagging on myself. I'm part of those panels too, <laughs> but I'm also part of the San Diego panels. So, I, I mean, I, I I've got my foot in both in both worlds when it comes to that. But yeah, I mean, San Diego just carries a lot more a lot more weight like I mean really in my eyes there's no comparison yeah I'd love to go to it and kind of compare the two since mainly I've only been to a Salt Lake yeah I, I, w- I would as well just based on what I've heard of you especially you know going to my first Salt Lake Comic Con which was still enjoyable but yeah think, yeah it's, it's not it's not like Salt Lake Comic Con is not enjoyable oh yeah I have some well, really great memories from this this round of it yeah yeah I think I think you especially it's obvious why why you're passionate about it is because you're big on that organization because the, the the better that that goes and the more enjoyable that it is. Yeah, and, and, and granted at the same time too, San Diego's also just treated me better. Yeah, so that says a lot though. I mean, San Diego has sent me hand-signed thank you cards from programming. Mm-hmm. You think about how big that organization is, yet they manage to send a hand-signed thank you card? That, that speaks volumes. Yeah. Beast leaps and bounds. And and I don't even get a thank you from Salt Lake Comic Con. Interesting. I, will, I I go past half the people that are, are organizers and don't even get like a, hey, thanks. You know, you're spending three days doing this. Thanks. I don't get that. Yeah. And and San Diego Comic Con and WonderCon have just been, they've been fantastic. So I, I can't speak higher of, of the people that work with their programming department. I know this is a this episode is a Salt Lake Comic Con recap, but I mean you you, you asked yeah. me to, to kind of sit, tell the difference and I mean, th- those those are just kind of some of the things that I kind of see see between the two, 
And, and some people might say, yeah, but San Diego is just crowded as fuck and it's hard to move around. Yeah, that's a given. It, it, it's the biggest one there. Yeah, you think something that popular is crowded for a reason. Exactly, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it's a whole nother experience. So, and, and it's something that, that I, I absolutely love and I, I'm thrilled to know that, like, they've enjoyed having us and, 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 and will, you know, continue to let us do a live show there each year. Like, that, that's something that, that I'm just, I'm incredibly excited about. So, but yeah, I mean, those are the those are the biggest differences that I that I that I see with them. Is a lot, a lot of it just comes down to the attitude. Yeah, I, I even just going to my first one, I, I I could even tell what you what you mean by that. You, they didn't even have an actual placard for you today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, t- today the only thing we did over there today because we had to get on the road um, was um, I, I had a I had the panel like we were mentioning that I found out about two days ago. And I, j- just as another note on like the whole San Diego Salt Salt Lake differences, so they told us a couple days ago, hey, you better check. We we added a couple last minute panels. If you don't have, we don't we might not have time to get you a name placard. So if you have them from another panel, bring it. Otherwise, you might not have one. Well, they, they had some that were just our names written in Sharpie <laughs> on them. Whereas when we showed up at San Diego, uh, Rob and David both did not have placards because we didn't have time to tell them about it. They had them printed up and ready for them before those two even hit the stage. Dang. Yeah. That's dedication. Hard work. Yeah. So it was, I I mean, it it took them a couple of seconds, but yeah, Salt Lake Comic Con couldn't do that in three days. That was an interesting panel, though, like, because... Yeah, the the panel I I did was on the, it was such a vast panel, because it was on the cinema of John Hughes. And so it it was hard to necessarily touch on you know the writer director part of him or you know really, really what what area we wanted to encompass yeah and you know i like to your uh, you know to your side of it like you had some really great questions prepped like for it which was really entertaining which, which was i'm not gonna lie it was hard to put those th- i put them together at 5 30 this morning i got up had a cup of coffee and i was like all right what the fuck am I going to do for this panel? Because, like, again, I was told two days ago, I usually like to know my panels in advance so I can prep. A lot of the times, you know, if it's on some shows, I will go through and I will binge through the show so that I am totally fresh and, yeah. like, I can contribute a lot. Most of those movies I haven't watched in years. That was it's, impressive. You, I was really impressed yeah. by the questions. And not only that, but every single person in the panel, you could tell that they were good questions. One, because they had to think about it a little bit, but it... Well, think about well, it a lot. Yeah. A lot, yeah. <laughs> well, well, thank you, guys. I, I, I'm, glad that it, I'm glad that it paid off, at least to you guys. I enjoyed it. Like, I enjoyed uh, some of it. I enjoyed uh, the highs and the lows. <laughs> yeah. So, my, still, still my favorite part of it, um, one of the guys uh, was talking about the king of the dipshits. Who I can't remember, even remember what, what <laughs> movie it was from. Uh, was it uh, the Lily uh, Tomlin one? I think so. I, I get I, I, wonderful. I, I, yeah, it might have been. I haven't yeah. seen the movie. I haven't seen the movie. Uh, that's in a one long of his time. movies I haven't seen. And um, yeah, he, he kept mentioning the King of the Dipshits, and he, he the guy said the phrase of yeah, well, you know, I don't not really sure what became of the King of the Dipshits. And I responded, well, I'm pretty sure he's running for president right now. Which was <laughs> great. And there was a couple of laughs through the room. Keep in mind, Utah is a super, super conservative state. Yeah. And I ruffled a lot of feathers with that comment. <laughs> it's like that moment in the movie, someone says something, and then you cut somebody, and they're like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was... Uh, I thought it was funny. You guys thought it was funny. Oh, yeah. It was great. But it's kind of like us all laughing at our own joke. <laughs> so it's <laughs> it was uh, interesting to say the least with that. But yeah, I mean, it, it, it was it was an interesting panel. It was, you know, something I... I, I was just kind of like, you know, we'll, we'll do the best that we can with this. It's... I mean, those guys were only told a few days ago, too, that they were on the panel. So we could only do the best with what we have. Yeah. It was... <laughs> There was also that other experience too, where you're talking about the noise 
like next to us. Oh yeah. <laughs> so so the the panel room next to us all of a sudden got really loud, and I can just hear this. And like everybody kind of stopped and looked at it, and my response to it was, it "Sounds like there's a body swinging from the rafters, hitting the wall." <laughs> and if that didn't make the room uncomfortable, I <laughs> I don't know that why that's where my imagery went, but somehow that's what it sounded like to me. <laughs> and, and, and I know, like I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna ask a question because I'm a I'm a John Hughes fan. You know, and it's it's nice to contribute in those. And I asked that question about, you know, because I'm big on the Brat Pack. I love the Brat Pack. So I was like, hey, if uh, since the Brat Pack is so iconic to John Hughes films, who would you see cast in it if they tried to do that today? And it's just crickets. It's it's one of those questions that you really have to think of. Yeah. But, you, but we also turned the question on you and you couldn't answer. I so, answered two or three. <laughs> you did not. I totally did. <laughs> you you agreed with Emma Stone that somebody else said. Yeah. And oh, and then you you did add Channing Tatum. Yeah, and I was oh, gonna add true. Sarah, but uh, the one writer guy threw that in. But it was one of those like I was proud of that question. It was, it was, it was a it was a good question. I knew you were going to ask it beforehand, and I encouraged yeah. it. Yeah, I, I thought it was a good question. It was a. Which sucked because I knew you were going to ask it, and I had like a, a handful of names in my head. And then as soon as you asked it, my bla- my brain was like, Pfft. no, same thing. <laughs> and right after I asked, and they turned it around on me. I was like, oh, hmm, let me think. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it was it was definitely a, a, a fun panel. It, it's all. I mean, I, I always love talking good movies. Yeah, and it was good to see like the you know different people's like favorite John Hughes stuff, and I thought that was really enjoyable. Yeah. About, you know, different... You know, you kind of see the reflectiveness of, you know, different types of personality of John Hughes in that panel. Like, who likes what? It's kind of like their own personal take on it. There was the guy who mentioned just visiting, uh, which was one I hadn't heard in a while. Yeah. It's actually, it's kind of a fun movie. Fun John Hughes movie. Um, but overall, like, me and Jesse, like, afterwards, like, oh, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, well, it was definitely a good time. Yeah, it was a good time, and especially the panel was... I mean, eye-opening to me, and I, I more than anything was was entertained by you, Tim, just because, <laughs> oh, just yeah. because of the culture of the whole thing, and you knew that going into yeah. it. Yeah. But I mean, even without a beat, you made you know those two comments they mentioned, but even the cocaine. Correctness <laughs> 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 comment. Yeah, some oh, some man. guy was trying to defend the defend like being you know unpolitically correct yeah. in the '80s that, that it was okay because it was then. And, you know, it was just the 80s, you know. And I responded back and, and, and said, well, yeah, cocaine was also better in the 80s. <laughs> and it made, it made most of the room laugh and made the other part of the room very uncomfortable. <laughs> Which I like. It, it was brave and it was bold, but, it's, but even then you didn't. I don't know how brave it was. but <laughs> <laughs> Well, it was. You know, you know, part of knowing your audience. And, and you, yeah. you still mediated really well and it still had Thank a flow. You. and. But I mean, again, I don't have anything to compare it to. But I was, I was entertained by it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, o- overall, overall, it was fun. And then, yeah, I mean, we we left and we we hit the road to get to get down here for the night. And then uh, bright and early, we'll be uh, we'll be in Los Angeles uh, tomorrow morning. I mean, granted, you guys are probably going to be listening to this as early as tomorrow, <laughs> sun, sun, Sunday, September fourth. So, uh, which is when this episode's posting. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll be talking. We've got Brandy Brandy Posey coming on, um, whose whose album came out back in March. Uh, we've got her coming on on the show. Uh, comedian Mateen Stewart uh, is coming on. Uh, Mike Furman uh, will be joining us while we're out there. Uh, we also have a few special episodes yeah. um, that we're going to be recording. We're we're uh, going to be going over to the original Charlie Chaplin house um, and uh, and recording an episode there. Um, that we're really looking forward to, and of course we'll record a recap on everything in Los Angeles, and yeah, it's 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 going to be a great time. We've got a lot of a lot of really fun episodes. Yeah, I'm really excited uh, for this planned. trip. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. So, which I think is why we're all so anxious to to kind of bolt out of there today because we got a lot of great like things. Yeah, like we that. we have a lot lined up, and another another one I'm really excited to, uh, to do is the uh, is the um, 
Los Angeles County Museum of the Guillermo del Toro exhibit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, that we're gonna go check out on Monday. That that I'm really excited to see that. So uh, it's all of uh, that Guillermo del Toro's uh, monster house that he, that he has, and you know basically the inside workings of you know so many of his amazing films. You know Pan's Labyrinth, Crimson Peak. Uh, Pacific Rim I mean so many fantastic things that he's done um, and he's also I mean he's an avid horror collector and has just so many of his collector's items and stuff there too so I'm really excited to oh nice I didn't to, know to that. check that out so cannot wait especially the Charlie Chaplin house and were you also going to hit the cantina or... uh, oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's right there's the uh, there's the new Star Wars cantina uh the scum and villainy cantina. It's a it's a secret hidden cantina uh, somewhere in Hollywood. So, but I have an address. So, we are going to be stopping by and seeing if we can make a reservation. So we will. Uh, we shall see. I'm I'm excited to check it out. So it's, it's supposed to be an exact replica of the Star Wars cantina. So we'll finally yeah. find out who shot first. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, funny <laughs> So, but yeah, that's that's uh, kind of our recap of things at Salt Lake Comic Con, um, and yeah, like like I said, you know, as we as we end this here, uh, we'll have both the interviews with Jason David Frank and uh, and John Schneider. So, hope you guys enjoyed that. If you were at Salt Lake Comic Con, I hope you guys had a lot of fun and. You know, if you came to if you came to the John Hughes panel, thank you. So I, I do appreciate it. So it, it's it's always fun to see people you know show up to a panel because you never know if it, there's going to be one person in the room or if it's going to be a completely packed room. I have seen both as when I've been on panels. So it's it, it's a hit or miss, and you still have to turn around and put on your put on the best show that you can. So. Yeah, that was it. Was a good time. I'm glad Jesse was able to finally, finally come and, and check it out and, and experience it all. So and, and and Christopher and I had had a, such a great time being able to to talk to a lot of a lot of people we we've have adored. Yeah, I just had a great time overall, and it was it was awesome to you know kind of see Jesse wide eyed like uh, when he got there on some of the stuff. <laughs> wide eyed and bushy tailed. Yes. <laughs> and the and the bushy tail wasn't even a cosplay. <laughs> That's gonna be next. Year. Just my normal. <laughs> just my normal bushy tail. <laughs> so we'll enjoy these uh, few short interviews uh, with Jason David Frank and John Schneider. Green Ranger. Always my favorite as a kid. Thank you, buddy. No problem. So now this is what your your fourth time fourth time back now or is it third? I want to say third time because I missed last year. Okay. So yeah, I want to say my third time back. Okay. So I remember I one of the times it was your birthday when they were here and they brought you the cake out on stage. Yeah, my and... birthday is this weekend too. Yeah. <laughs> so well, was... happy early birthday. Thank you. Yeah, that was uh, not not last year but the year before. So what what is it that keeps bringing you back to the Salt Lake Convention? Like I was saying, I think it's a good good balance between the cons. It's you know it's not it's not well, it's a big con, but it's not so big where you get lost like New York Comic Con or San Diego. Um, it's a good combination of you know toys and uh, you know uh, collectible stuff, comics, actors, good cast, good lineup. And Dan's just a great guy, man. Like, Dan, yeah. the promoter's just a good guy. He walks around the floor, says hi to even the people that you think he, you know. There's never someone small enough to say hi. I'm the same way. Like, I'll say hi to the people that clean bathrooms, to the hi to the people that have millions. And to me, it doesn't make a difference what they do. If they treat me like a person, then I treat them nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dan's like that. Say hi, setups, everything's going great. So, it's a, he's a good guy. And it just, you know. And, and last two years ago... I had a bit of an altitude sickness, so I don't feel like, even though it was a good show and I did great, I don't feel like I did 100% because I was like on IVs, literally right behind stages and oxygen, and I'd come out. So no one really knew that, but like I'm a professional. Like I want to make sure like I can give it my all without like faking it and trying to smile. And sometimes people come up and you look like you're in a bad mood or you're this. I'm like, no, no, I'm fine. But I'm thinking, yeah, man, you only knew. Only I'm, knew, I'm just struggling know. to breathe right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. So I'm back to uh, give it give it my best this time you know awesome so now that we've got the new Power Rangers movie that's coming yeah. out uh, this next year so are, are you looking forward to to kind of seeing how they've they've changed the universe a little bit there it seems like yeah, it's a little man. bit darker yeah I'm looking forward to it 
Uh, really looking forward to that. We've got some good stuff next year. Um, I'm working with uh, Value Comics as well. Um, Michael Rowe, I think I'm saying his name right, R-O-W-E, who played Deadshot on Arrow. I'll be working with him. Uh, they've announced some of the cast members, Johnny Morrison, who played Johnny Mundo in Lucha Underground. I'll be working with uh, about six or seven of them, and uh, we're working on a new series of Valiant, which is going to be great. A uh, new project, undercover project, and it's going to be announced at the New York Comic Con. So i am really put a lot of passion for that right now. And, uh, but can't wait for the movie too, man. Yeah. I think fans are going to be in for really good treats. So they had all the helmets on display during San Diego Comic Con, and yeah. I was just geeking out as I walked up and yeah, was looking yeah. at them. I was just like, I don't want one of those. Now. Yeah, yeah, no, no kidding. Yeah. How do you feel yeah. like uh, all the incarnations of the Power Rangers have been since you originally started? Uh, well, it's good. I mean, you know, I was the original, so uh, <laughs> you know, I feel like Shatner's seen all the reboots happen. Yeah. yeah. You know, I try to think I'm the Shatner of Power Rangers because that's usually what it is. You know, like the original one and seen there. It's been there, seen it all, and stuff. I think it's great as long as it's captivating. The people are talking, and some like, some like it, some don't like it. We're still out there, and it's we're st- we're all still relevant. But we choose our lives. Like this is the the, the the cons that I do to this day. I don't take a parents' fees for them. If they want to buy stuff, cool. If they don't, I don't really care. I don't want to be on the corporate thumb of saying you have to do this. I'm not like that. That's why I do a lot of solo shows. A lot of people can't keep up with me financially <laughs> because I'll do it. I won't charge. I'll, you know what I mean? I don't want to make no one look bad, but that's just me. I'm not, This is a hobby. If this is not a hobby and it's a job, I don't want to do it. So I try to keep everything a hobby. Fighting, skydiving, this, that, oh, acting. Sweet. I try to keep everything a hobby, man. If not, it's just going to be too too, too overbearing. And I never want to wake up and be like, oh, I got to go to work. This is not work for me. Yeah. You know, I try to keep it as a hobby. It's a, hard, a lot of hard work going into it. That's because I'm a perfectionist. And I want to make sure it's good, you know? Oh, I feel and like it keeps it fun way. and it keeps it fresh for you. Yeah. Definitely. Yep. Well, and as a podcast, I do a movie recommendation podcast. I ask everybody, you know, what's their go-to recommendation? What would they recommend? The stuff they love in their free time? Rewatches, stuff like that. For TV shows and stuff? Uh, for movies. Like, what would be your some of your personal favorites? Um, well, I'm more like... Uh, I think Bruce Campbell's a friend of mine, so I've been watching Ash vs. Evil Dead. Um, I've been watching that series. I, you know, um, Robin's a friend of mine, so I've been watching the Gotham. Um, and I, I think series right now, I like watching them, especially if I binge watch, then I can binge watch more than a movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, like, if I have six hours, then I can binge watch everything, you know? <laughs> um, so, but, uh, you know, I like, and then I like the... You know the the gangster movies too. I just oh, love watching shit, the nice. gangster movies. You know, American yeah. Gangster, the to old school Donnie Brasco, to to documentaries, to stuff. Just whatever, whatever I feel like that day that piques my interest. Oh yeah. You know, I turn it in like cool. Tune in like and I watch cartoon movies too, as long as it's good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so, it's just whatever piques my interest at that time. Yeah. I go through so many different changes that I don't know. I might not feel a, feel like watching The Walking Dead. Maybe I'm in a lighter mood. Yeah, you know, I mean a funny movie, you know. So it really, all depends. But lately, I've been watching that. I, well, I've been watch, binge watch. I was supposed to go to Bruce's house, so I wanted to make sure I watched all of his stuff. But I was gonna go for my birthday, but it didn't work out this year. But um, but I like to watch filming styles. And then uh, I heard some thing called Something Strange is good. I have to watch that too. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so it's gonna be good. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking time. Yeah, with no us. problem. Yeah, buddy. thanks so much. Anytime, man. Gentlemen. Hey, hello, All sir. Right, What's going on? on? Pretty good. Uh, my name's Tim Drake. I host the On the Mic podcast. Oh, terrific. Yeah, so. I'm Christopher James. I hey, host. Christopher. I keep double shaking. It's like, ah, fanboying <laughs> yeah, Because he, you know. Yeah. I, I, I steal the introduction. And then, yeah. And then, and then I leave him hanging. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it a third time. Yeah, hey, why not? <laughs> hey, <laughs> I feel so official. Shit. What you got there? So this is a Zoom recorder. I love it. It makes it nice and easy to do all these interviews out and about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you have the little uh, ambient mic on there, or do you have this one on there? So I've got the little cross mic yeah, on there. Yeah, I, that I love in our it. movies all the time. Oh, yeah. Nice. That, phantom power that's plug what, mic that's how I started it. using them. Was off of was going to film school, and I was like, you don't These need a mixer. Fantastic. I mean, it's nice to have one, but if you don't have one, <laughs> yeah, that thing is fantastic. So now is this your first time at Salt Lake Comic Con? 
Sure I believe it is. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I would have. Yeah, so I've never seen any. Uh, well, but not like this. I was shocked. Yeah, that I was thought, quite I the press conference. I thought we were going to be part there. of the halftime in a, in a basketball game. I didn't know all those people were there for us. You were doing calisthenics beforehand. Oh, you ready yeah, for that yeah, half court shot. <laughs> saw the sign way up there that said low. Yeah. Low overhang. I said, what? Oh, basketball. That's right. So, so what do you got? So no, no. One of the things I have to ask you about, because I know you did an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. I, I've done a lot of improv in my days. What what is what was your favorite thing about kind of working with Larry David in that group? You know, he was a bit of a pompous prick. <laughs> There's nothing. My favorite thing about working with Larry David on Curb Your Enthusiasm was when it was finally over. <laughs> that that rough. <laughs> Just. <laughs> Because I, I, I know for a lot he's of somebody it, that like, talks to him go. about. Yeah. <laughs> tell the guy to do, 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 do you know. Oh yeah. yeah when yeah. you're standing right. You there. know, I was on television when 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 he was not. Yeah, when he was yeah. a child. Well, no. No, when he's he was still fucker. going to. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 by all means. <laughs> he's an old, he's an old yeah. dude. I'm a comedian. No, it was a. Um, it was an odd experience. Yeah. I would not say it was a. You know, I, I spent time with Gary Marshall. Gary Marshall is a delightful human, was, was God rest yeah. his soul, a delightful human being, uh, who apparently had no idea he was Gary Marshall. <laughs> I, I think I had heard right? Mark Maron say the same thing. Yeah, and, and Larry David is fully aware at all times that he is Larry David, yes. and I don't care. <laughs> so there. Yeah. I'd say one Torch thing. that bridge gladly. Yes. <laughs> I'd say one thing, not only the, uh, you know, the... The reunion, but also I'm a huge Smallville fan too. Well, and Smallville, I think, is the crown jewel of all the Superman Enterprise. Oh, of yeah, course, for sure. And you made like an amazing Jonathan Kent. Probably the only person I could see as Jonathan Kent on that show. You know, Kevin Costner told me the same thing. Get the fuck out of here! Right? <laughs> no. I'm a gullible fanboy. Damn you, John. <laughs> he would have if he, you yeah. know, if he had the opportunity. Well, he yeah. fucking should have. Is what he I mean. should have. And no, he I'm, did. He did as best as he could. He just didn't know the character that well. Yeah. And it was awesome seeing you, like, from, you know, season one all the way to season, you know, ten. And I know with the... There was a the slow show, period yeah. there when it turned into Super Friends. Yeah, yeah. it was. <laughs> but it was amazing to see you back on the final episode. I mean, that whole, like, always remember Smallville line. It's always like, hold on to Smallville. Oh, fuck, I fanboyed it. Gotta up. get it right. <laughs> Gotta get it right. Always hold on to Smallville. Yeah, I handed Clark Kent the suit. Yeah. The cape, the suit, and I'm uh, so honored to be that guy. And it was such a, such a delight that uh, Miles and Al, who created Smallville, who wrote Smallville, went with the notion that Clark could not, or would not rather, become Superman without the blessing of his, his parents, yes, but more specifically his father. Yeah. And uh, that, was, uh, that was fantastic. Yeah, and the on-screen chemistry. <laughs> I'm reading his shirt. <laughs> It was better than staring at my tits. Oh, yeah, that works. Well, yeah, well. <laughs> From time to time, it happens to Stop looking at my eyes. My tits are down here. Yeah. It's me, you're John Schneider. Why not? Why not? Look away. Um, I've always uh, just loved the, okay. the chemistry you and Tom Welling on screen as well. Sure. Oh, yeah. We had uh, we had great... Sorry, i got to put that up there. You can't hardly see it. We had great chemistry on, on screen, but sadly, he taught me to... He got me involved in golf, so I'm really not sure that I'm... <laughs> That I'm a big fan. Yeah. No, I love Tom. It was great. Yeah. Tom Welling, Tom Wopatz. I can't get away from the TW. <laughs> Not the CW, the TW. Oh, yeah. There right? you go. And uh, I'm so happy to see you here. Like, uh, so excited to come to your booth and have you sign stuff. And cool. one thing is I got this I see this that. year. And oh, That's fantastic. as soon as I saw you here, I was like, oh, Josh Schneider's here, Jonathan Kent's here. I love yeah. that. So I got this. It says Savior. It says, it says always hold on to Smallville. Yeah. <laughs> I make sure to get the quote right before yeah. I got it. Not sometimes hold on to Smallville, or if it's convenient, hold on to Smallville. Always, <laughs> always hold on to Smallville. Yeah, and it's been a show that I watch once a year. All the it's way a great through. show. Oh, I love it. It's a great, great show. Yeah. And awesome. I'm so happy to see you here for the Dukes Thank of Hazard reunion, too. It's going to be awesome. Well, yeah, it's kind of a Dukes of Hazard reunion. Yeah. That's, that's, that's true. It yeah. seems, seems a little outdated to me. You know, I'm on a show every Tuesday night called The Haves and Have Nots. Number one cable show oh, yeah. on Tuesdays, yes. But does anybody mention that? No. But but now it's been mentioned. Yes. Well, I have to. We can tell. <laughs> I shouldn't be the one that mentions that. <laughs> I shouldn't be the one that mentions that all the time. 
It's odd. I have to fight for that. I had a National Enquirer called me about the flood, and the Globe called me about the flood. My studio, inundated, devastated, lost everything. And I said, there's only one request I have. I said, I want you to put Jim John Schneider from Tyler Perry's The Haves and Have Nots in the title somewhere. Oh, no, we can't do that. I mean, you can't do that. It's on every Tuesday night. <laughs> it's, it, it, why? Tyler Perry is the most is the is the most prolific television writer, I think, yeah. perhaps in the history. And when he's not Medea, he's a great actor. My God. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. So we have Tyler and Oprah Winfrey. These are some pretty good names. Oh, yeah. Why do you want to say? Former TV star from the Dukes of Hazard. I am not a former TV star. Damn yeah, it. You're yeah. TV star. Damn it, Jim. <laughs> I'm not a current TV star. That's right. That's so anyway, that's my lament. We can't fix it. <laughs> I will leave the masses to fix it. Please do. I will. Please, please do. Awesome. Well thank you so much. My we pleasure. You guys it. take care. Yeah, thanks so much. See you at the uh, see you at the booth. Yes, I cannot wait. <laughs> All right.